This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Right then, two big cricketers in town today. We were a bit too busy. We were a little. Mohamed Suleiman stepped up to the plate. He did. Had a great day, I think. Yeah, he has. Well, we've had Shahid Afridi and Yuvraj Singh. They're both in town for the same reason, and that is the Expo 2020 Dubai Cricket Tournament. That's getting played tomorrow at none other than the Dubai International Cricket Stadium. So the tournament features workers who are involved in the delivery of Expo 2020. It's a brilliant initiative. I know the guys were very excited. Mo said both of them, legends of the game, were really excited about uh, being involved and taking part in it. So um, we started by Mo b- began by getting a Freedy to explain more about his involvement with the tournament and why he's a part of it. I think, well, I'm very excited. Uh, it's a great opportunity for me as well. And uh, I congratulate UAE leadership and the people of uh, uh, UAE for uh, this achievement. And uh, I think UAE is the place for opportunities. And uh, I, I take uh, UAE as my second home. You'll be mentoring uh, workers in this particular cricket match. Um, why is that something that's important to you? I think, well, it's, 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 uh, it's, uh, uh, I must give credit to uh, these guys. They really work hard. They are away from their home. And uh, cricket is like some of the countries, like a religion. And uh, like Bangladesh, Sri Lanka, Pakistan and uh, India, most of the people, they're working here. And they need some sports as well because they're really working very hard. And they need some sports, and uh, I think I must give credit to the management who organise all this. And I'm very excited for my team tomorrow as well, and uh, I'm gonna win tomorrow. <laughs> Confident is Boom Boom Afridi. I should point out as well, a total of ten thousand free tickets are available to watch Coex Project Team. They represent the Dubai Exhibition Centre. They're going to be taking on last year's runners up. That's Lang O'Rourke. This is tomorrow down at Dubai International Cricket Stadium. You've got Boom Boom Afridi. You've got Yuvraj Singh. It is a great event this year you're turning out to cheer on boys who absolutely love the game of cricket it's going to be awesome it's going to be a great atmosphere down there it really is brilliant let's hear from Yuvraj and this is a man by the way 40 test matches under his belt 304 ODIs and 58 T20 internationals he was a prolific cricketer he is 38 years of age and he told Mo why sports is so important for the labourers well, definitely you've come to support the two teams in the final. And I think Expo T20 have provided this platform for all the workers to come and play this tournament, which is great because these workers make your country look beautiful. And, uh, you know, the amount of hours they put in, they deserve to play a certain sport. I mean, I'm sure they would compete and the best teams will is going to win tomorrow. But congratulations to both teams for, you know, uh, playing... Uh, working hard and getting to the finals and expressing themselves. I think sport is a great way to express yourself. It, uh, it unites people and it gets the best out of them. We're going to hear plenty more from both those two famed all-rounders, Yuvraj Singh, Shahid Afridi. But while he was there, Mo also caught up with Dr. Rob Cooling, who is the Vice President of Health, Safety, Quality and Environment at Expo Dubai 2020. And Dr. Rob explained to Mo why Expo put together the tournament in the first place. It's actually the third year that we've held this tournament. Um, So this year we've actually got 32 teams that were participating in the tournament. They're made up from our contractors, service providers 
and consultants and they're competing on a knockout basis to reach the final which is tomorrow at Dubai International Cricket Stadium so it's going to be an incredible day we've actually got here Yuvraj Singh and Shahid Afridi who have come across to support the two teams so um, a lot of excitement in the build up to tomorrow's final it's actually part of our wider better together strategy which relates to health and safety and worker welfare and a key element of that is engagement it's looking for opportunities to bring the workers together and certainly in the region there's nothing that generates more passion than cricket so that was really the idea behind the cricket tournament how special is it um, to have these two big cricketers here for the final tomorrow Oh, it's incredible. I mean, the excitement from the teams that are participating in the tournament, when it was announced that Yuvraj and Shahid were going to be coming along, you can imagine as we got closer to the final, there was so much riding on actually getting to that final. So on the day, Yuvraj and Shahid will be mentoring the teams. Um, obviously, they'll be interacting with the fans. Um, we're expecting 20,000 spectators at the stadium, so it's, it's a really big deal. So there's an there's a enormous amount of excitement around tomorrow's final. That's class. One of the best local initiatives from I, a sports I perspective that I can that. ever remember yeah. coming across I in remember the UAE. I spoke to, I think it was Misbah, it was in actual fact Misbah Al-Haq who came over and was flying the flag for Pakistan 12 months ago in actual fact. And you know what, he said the exact same thing. When you think that these guys are giving up their time, they're heading over here, they're going to be in the dressing room beforehand... And these guys who, you know, work their backsides off on a daily basis, I think you, Raj, put it beautifully, they make the city look what it is. Mm. Beautiful. It is this vision. And there they are playing a sport that they all love. Yeah, the competitive juices will be flowing, but then getting mentored by Shahid or Yuvraj and then walking out in front of 20,000 at the Dubai International Cricket Stadium. I mean, that is is the scuff of dreams. It's absolutely it really goosebumps, is. is what it is. Uh, the match, incidentally, tomorrow, it is 5pm. Gates will open from 3. I know they're going to have various food stalls in and around the stadium as well. And then walk out, and the standard's good. I'm reliably informed that the standard is very good indeed. So, at a loose end, and a lot of you may just be, and you want to just check it out, because I think Robbie's absolutely right. As an initiative, you're going to doff your cap to Expo Dubai 2020 for this, because it's giving back a little bit to yeah. the guys who are, of course, working uh, absolutely flat out to ensure that Expo Dubai 2020 is complete on time and is looking as fabulous as we've been promised. So I'm thoroughly looking forward to it. He's a spring chicken, is Yuvraj. He's 38 years of age, and I can tell you from personal <laughs> experience that that is young it is heck of a player you've Raj both of these guys huge bastions of cricket they're over in this part of the world they are lending their support to the Expo 2020 Dubai Cricket Tournament it takes place tomorrow at the Dubai International Cricket Stadium and the conversation moved on on from that Rob yes absolutely Mo caught up with both the guys and first and foremost he spoke to Shahid Afridi Boom Boom about the importance and it's been something that's been very topical in the world of cricket of international cricket returning to Pakistan. I think cricket is very important in Pakistan because uh, I think the people, they're missing cricket in Pakistan. Uh, we are the passionate uh, uh, people uh, who enjoy cricket and uh, as Pakistan is a peaceful country. I think uh, uh, like last visit was very important. The Bangladesh tour was very, very important and uh, uh, I think I was waiting for that tour for a long time and uh, I wish I can see India playing in Pakistan as well and Pakistan is playing in India as well because sports is the best diplomacy and uh, uh, I think uh, we can unite uh, people, nation uh, because of sports. 
Um, talking about the current state of the Pakistani team, um, how do you see the Pakistani national team forming right now? And, and also, how is Misbah al-Haq taking on his role as, as selector and coach? I think Misbah is trying his level best. And uh, I think uh, as a team, the team is doing very well, very well. And uh, I think uh, I just uh, uh, if uh, they play the way they're playing against any, uh, against, uh, any team, uh, I think they have to... Uh, know their strength, their ability, their talent. Uh, I think they, Pakistan can win against any team in the world. It's, the self-belief is very, very important, yeah. Who are some of the players in the current Pakistani team who really stand out to you, who can really take the team forward uh, in the future? Uh, I choose some of them, but they are not in the team now. <laughs> I think if they... Uh, if you look at to the um, Fakhar Zaman, I think, uh, I think we need someone like him who can uh, destroy the opposition on top of the order. And uh, then uh, we have Babar is the only guy who are very consistent with his performances. He's doing a great job as a captain as well. He won the last series, uh, T20 series against Bangladesh. So I think uh, uh, there is some player like a fast bowler, Hassanan, uh, Shaheen Afridi. He's doing very well. And uh, Imam Ulhaq, they're a talented, good bunch of guys, yeah. No doubt about it. That innings that defined Shahid Afridi will always be the century against Sri Lanka. 1996. As a teenager, he was flown in to play for Pakistan from West Indies to Nairobi to play against the Lankins. And on debut, Afridi hit 11 sixes, six boundaries. Boom, Incredible. boom, was born. Essentially, 11 sixes. Yeah. Uh, six other boundaries on his way to a record-breaking 37 ball set 37 it was the quickest ODI 100 at the time of course and well Mohammed had to ask about that a little jaunt we love it on this show we jaunt down memory lane and what he ate for breakfast <laughs> was the question that Mo put him and here's what Shahid Boom Boom had to say <laughs> I didn't remember that but I, the only thing I remember I saw the dream that I'm hitting uh, Murli Daran and Jess Uriya and the dream come true at that day and next day so uh, obviously playing for Pakistan was like a dream come true and uh, uh, that was a great opportunity for me to uh, playing with my heroes and uh, I was like that was like uh, uh, oh god I still remember that uh, inning against Sri Lanka that was an amazing because I was there for as a bowler and uh, they give me a chance as a batsman and alhamdulillah some world record has happened obviously you know when you start your cricket and you start watching a dream to play come for pakistan and when the dream come true suddenly so because i was in west indies i was with the under 19 team and i bowled in three games i bowled 20 i got 24 wickets so they invited me they selected me as a bowler and uh, Mushtaq Ahmad he was injured and then they selected me and uh, the whole flight whole my journey from West Indies to Pakistan I was thinking I didn't sleep a minute you know I was thinking what will, will gonna happen and then I'm playing with Wasim Akram Wakar you know so all the big names are gonna play so I was a little bit nervous as well but uh, there is there was a confidence as well there was a self-belief as well that uh, this is the great opportunity I have to achieve avail it you enjoy batting or bowling more both both, both yeah for to choose one which one would it be uh People they uh, they love batting, mm-hmm. uh, but I think I'm not that consistent batting compared to bowling. Bowling, bowling, I was very consistent last two, uh, three, four year. I was the uh, uh, most wicket taker bowler in Pakistan. So I think uh, in bowling performance, I was very consistent. Yeah.
Do you ever feel that pressure whenever you go out in the middle to bat? Everyone's chanting Afridi, everyone's chanting boom boom. Do you always do you feel that sort of expectation to always perform? If you are in a good form, if you are in a good form, and you going for a batting and the crowd shouting, you know, boom boom. This so you always take it positive, you know. And international cricket is all about pressure. How you gonna handle the pressure? It's amazing, Rob. It really is. Brian Lara. We spoke with him. Oof. How long ago now? Oh, 18 it's months? Be, two at years? least two years probably. And I remember one of the things, and we need to dig out that, because it was one of my favourite interviews <laughs> yeah. that we ever did, because Brian was very candid. He was very relaxed that day. He had Dwight York waiting, uh, and uh, they were ready to get on the golf course. But the question about pressure to Brian Lara, and his answers always stuck with me, because he said, pressure to me is is a word that didn't, doesn't mean the same for maybe you or, or other people, because pressure was, no, I was representing my country playing a game that I love, a sport that I love, doing something that I just happened to be very good at. So yeah. I, I didn't feel the pressure. Yeah, it was like, it's like that famous Mourinho quote, pressure is bird flu. Do you remember when he said yes. that? Yes. Yeah. Or sorry, I don't worry about football, I worry right. about bird flu. Yeah. Bird flu. It's the same sort of thing. It's yeah. the same idea. The, um, these guys are, because pressure for us, we do feel it, we've been honest, and a lot of people listening to the show, whether whatever job, whichever industry you are in, whether it's presenting, uh, uh, I don't know, you've got to present something to your fellow colleagues, whether it's got to hand in something or finish something, but, you feel that pressure. But you do, you need, that's important. I think um, you need to feel nervous because that means that your body is getting ready physi- physically to, to, to be on its, on its game. You know, that's, that's what nerves are. That's your body heightening its senses. It's fight or flight, isn't it? Yeah. So it's important to feel nervous, but not to be feel overburdened by pressure. And I think uh, everyone, I'm sure everyone, Roger Federer said it today. He was feeling, Djokovic also said it, nerves. You, they don't, of course they're nervous, but it's how they deal those pressure moments and how they compartmentalise it and, and actually go and perform and not let pressure affect their performance. And as you say, Lara was a master at it because he had a great way of looking at it. And also, Shai Afridi. Let's get in back into this with Afridi because uh, Mo did also ask Afridi about what needs to be done to grow the game of cricket around the world. T10 is a new format, whether you like it or not. It's here to stay, it appears. It's down in Abu Dhabi now and it's looked as a vehicle with which cricket could one day find itself into the Olympic movement. Mo asked him about that and whether or not, and this is a big one, it's pertinent, that Shai supports the idea, the very notion of four-day tests. I think uh, uh, with the time being, cricket has become very changed now. Uh, you can easily get a, a test result in four days. And now uh, we are in 2020 and uh, I think uh, the T10 format is very good where people they don't know about cricket. Though. So T10 is the best format to introduce cricket, like in China, Japan. In terms of test cricket, there is obviously discussions about four-day test cricket. Um, are you a fan of this? Are you not a fan of this? No, I think five days is fine, yeah, yeah. And what about day-night test cricket? A very good, good idea. Yeah, day-night. <laughs> Keeping it short. short Keeping it short. Day-night, yes, I'm with them. And I'm with them on the five-day game. Yes, completely. So we're agreeing yeah. wholeheartedly with Boom Boom. I think the majority of, of cricketers of that generation are very much wedded to the five-day. Yeah. It's, it's part of their heritage. It'd be like saying... Be like asking Roger and Novak and Rafa if Grand Slam should go to best of three. They'd no. all say no. No. Couldn't but, think of anything but it's, worse. But it's... Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, maybe if you asked younger, and I know Joss Butler had a different view, younger guys might be who are less stuck in the mould of, of tradition. The older, you are, the older you go, the more rooted to that five-day 
ideal. I think, I think, jo- Joss, I think Joss is counting the money in his head as well a little, Rob, because Joss is someone that kind of flourishes a little bit more in the shorter format. So, of course, he's going to be, yeah, make it four days. I'm not so much interested in the five days, but we are both traditionalists. Mm. And uh, Mo began by asking him what Freddie Flintoff said to him before that faithful, fateful over. I'm sure we, we can't really say that on radio, but maybe I'll put it in good words. Um, I don't know, good day, good good evening, probably he said something like that, no. I mean, see, when you're playing against each other, you know, you, you, you're performing for your country, you get passionate about your country, your, your sport, and he said a few rough things to me, I said them back to him, and Stuart Broad got the brunt of it. Uh, so it's it's become like a you know Tom and Jerry cat mouse thing that you know everybody talks about it. But uh, it was just one of those days which was great. I've been hit for five sixes against England. Yes, he hit me five sixes. I I didn't like it. I had sleepless nights, fifteen days, and I was able to hit sixes against England, which was great. So yeah, it was a great moment in history, and I always remember it. I realized the. Uh, the value of it now you know people talk about it so much so and we won the World Cup that's what I want to get to how special was that 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 World Cup win obviously the first T20 World Cup uh, how special was that in your career yeah very special I think uh, a couple of seniors got rested and you know nobody knew how to approach T20 young team went out there to express themselves and you know brought the cup home so very unexpected but it was Great for Indian cricket because we had lost 2007, 50 over in the first round we were out and uh, we had a lot of backlash. And then we go on 2007, win the T20 World Cup, uh, brought life back to cricket. Fast forward to 2011, the the 50 over World Cup in India, part of another World Cup winning squad. Um, Just tell me how special that tournament was for you. I think that was probably most special in in my career because... There have been a lot of great players in India who have not had the World Cup. And uh, it was Sachin's last World Cup and we wanted to make it special for him. Winning at home, I think, could not have been better. Can't really say it in words. Um, you know, that time chasing 280, 276 in the final was a tough, tough ask. And we did it. And uh, I think uh, it was it's a very special memory that I can't really explain to have a World Cup medal in your career. Uh, as a young kid, you always dream about it. You know, growing up watching all those great plays. You know, Australia winning three and three. So it was, it was tough, but we did it. He knows his cricket. Does Yuvraj Singh? There's no doubt about that. I wanted to get, or at least Mo wanted to get Yuvraj Singh's thoughts on Virat Kohli, best cricketer in the world right now, or Ben Stokes. Oof, that's a good question. Um, depends what format. Depends where think, they're uh, playing. Best, Virat. best all-round batsman for sure. Uh, but Steve Smith would be right up Steve there. Steve Smith as well. would be from yeah, absolutely. I think Virat though, I think. and and I think more wanted, and I think we all wanted to get a bit of insight. What is it like to play with Virat Kohli? A very hyper. Uh, he talks too much. Uh, you have to calm him down. He doesn't listen to anyone. He's a yeah. He's a very he's a hyper guy. He wants to perform, and you know he's uh, right up there. And I think because he wants to perform twenty four seven is the reason of his consistency. How impressed are you by the way he's led India to the heights that they are right now? Yes, he's, uh, I mean, done amazing with the bat. 
he's done well as the captain. I think he's got a great team. They won in Australia. They won. Uh, they they win. You know, seventy percent, seventy five percent of the cricket away and in India. Uh, not, I mean, lost in England, won in Australia, but I think uh, he's doing really well as as a captain and uh, as a batsman. He's the best batsman in the world, along with a couple of other guys. So he's right up there. What is it about this Indian team that makes them so good? They are the dominant force in world cricket right now. But what is it about this particular team that makes them tick? I think uh, a lot of players have had some good experience and they've played a lot of cricket and and uh, the fast bowlers have played a lot of test cricket and you know we've had we have the right combination of uh, all-rounder uh, fast bowlers quality batsmen and uh, you know this the team is all-round in terms of all departments so all the f- players fit in every department to make a really good side uh but unfortunately we're not able to produce a world cup with this side or uh, an icc tournament so that's a bit of a concern Yuvraj Singh there. You're going to hear more from him on the grill on Saturday. Still a lot more to come from him in actual fact because he does talk about his cancer diagnosis. He talks about the future of cricket mm. as well. Go to tune in on Saturday for that. Six until nine. Tom Ucker and the gang will have a lot more from Yuvraj and for Boom Boom. But I guess worth marking your card tomorrow down at Dubai International Cricket Stadium. Boom Boom, Yuvraj, they are going to play their part in the Expo 2020 Dubai Cricket Tournament. It all gets underway five o'clock. Doors open from 3pm, 20 thousand packing in there yeah. brilliant absolutely brilliant right before we clock off for another week competition winners Robster yes we've got for his brilliant acronym stop tailgating everyone please <laughs> it's a public service announcement step passes for Fahad well, well done, done to you Redfest it was of course Martin Garrix it was well done to Rami and Hero it was of course uh, Egan Bernal it was Egan uh, Bernal well done to Shane on that one well done and, to uh, I hold my hands up I got it wrong it's seventh T20 World yeah, Cup. 2019. Yeah, 2019. Got a little confused there, but it happens occasionally. It's what live radio is all about. It is. It's what a long week does to you as well, and, and a bad appraisal, apparently, <laughs> as well, Robert. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts. <laughs>